Hello and welcome to The Warrior Within the Woman. I'm your host, Pastor Lauren Daniel, and this week is week three of our three-week series, From Victim to Vengeance to Valor. This week, we're going to be specifically talking about valor, standing in the face of opposition. Our lives are filled with opposition. We feel like it's one thing after another, one health problem after another, one bad decision after another, one person walking out on our lives after another, one bad relationship after another, and the list goes on and on and on. Honestly, we would be lying if any of us said that we didn't go through those seasons of life. A lot of times we can compare our lives, we can compare ourselves with those around us. From weeks before, we were talking about going from a victim mentality and laying those burdens down to letting go of a vengeful spirit and really trusting God and being courageous. See, the definition of valor is... Great courage in the face of danger, especially in battle. See, it is so easy for us to get so wrapped up and so engrossed in things that are not spiritually elevating us or even helping us grow. It is easy for us to become a victim and to take on that victim mentality. It is so easy for us not only to go from a victim mentality, but to um, hold on to bitterness and to want vengeance against that person or people that have hurt us. But at the end of the day, if you want to grow, you're going to see yourself go from a victim mentality to wanting vengeance, to ultimately letting those things go, holding, not holding on to those things any longer, and being courageous in the face of opposition. Let me remind you that no matter what you're going through today, no matter what you may have faced this week or what people have done to you specifically, in Isaiah 62, 11, the Lord has made proclamation to the ends of the earth. Say to daughter Zion, see your savior come. See his reward is with you and his recompense accompanies him. God is on your side, warrior of God. He is bringing your reward, the life you are living, whether as whether it is perfect or not here on this earth, we are just passing through. And though people may hurt us and though things may happen, it will come to an end. We're going to face trials and persecution. We're going to feel defeated more than blessed sometimes. There's going to be situations that come that are going to build your faith and stretch your faith to know and trust that God is fighting for you. I want to talk to you today about a man in the Bible and some events that happened in his life that he had to face opposition with courage knowing that God was going to fight for him. Moses experienced opposition everywhere he turned. It was his life, honestly. Everything he did was criticized. Every time he fought for freedom, someone was always in the way to try to take it away. But his faith never wavered. While Moses was leading the children of Israel, we see Moses faced opposition from three different sources. First, from Pharaoh, second, from his sister and brother, Miriam and Aaron, and thirdly, he faced opposition from Korah, Dathan, and Abram in the Israelite community. I want to briefly talk about these three 
specific things Moses went through because I want, I truly believe that if you are listening to this podcast this week, you are in one or all three of these categories of what Moses went through. And I believe that as women of God and as Christians, we can learn how he faces these oppositions with valor, with a courageous spirit and not taking on the victim mentality or wanting vengeance against those that have hurt him. First of all, Pharaoh. We're slaves to Pharaoh. Pharaoh was not willing to let them go. He did not believe in God. He did not believe in what they stood for. And therefore, he was going to hold them hostage and not give them freedom. And every time that he went to give them freedom, he would go back on his word because he knew that they were valuable. He was not going to let them go. Nothing was going to change his mind. And in Exodus chapter 3, we see this. The, the first verse I'm giving you, 319, it says that he was not going to give up. He was not going to let them have their freedom unless a mighty hand compels him. See, sometimes we're going to find ourselves in situations that God truly is going to have to miraculously deal with what we're going through. There is nothing that we can do. See, Pharaoh had his thumb on the Israelite community. He had them. They were enslaved to him. They answered to him. And he didn't want to let that power go. In Exodus 5, 2, 6 through 9, it says, Pharaoh said, Who is the Lord? That I should obey him and let Israel go. I do not know the Lord and I will not let you go. Verses six through nine, it says that same day, Pharaoh gave this order to the slave drivers and overseers in charge of the people. You are no longer to supply the people with straw for making bricks. Let them go and gather their own straw, but require them to make the same number of bricks as before. Don't reduce the quota. They are lazy and that is why they're crying out, let us go and sacrifice to our God. Make the work harder for the people so that they can keep working and pay no attention to the lies. I don't know about you, but there have been times in my life that I felt like Satan had a hold on me. Whether through my own sin, through my own terrible decisions, I had dug myself into a pit so far down that I could not get out. I could not find freedom. And see, I don't know if you realize this, but the only goals that the devil has for your life is to either steal, kill, or destroy it. He wants to destroy you. He wants to destroy your family. It is, and see Pharaoh here, he represents the enemy. They were facing a real life enemy that was not going to let them go. But they knew no matter how hard it may have gotten, no matter how difficult the devil may come in, no matter how hard and how, how much work it may be, there is still freedom. Just because Pharaoh was disguising just because he was disguising the work and disguising these things as that they had no way out, God knew the truth. 
God knew that there was a way for them to escape and that at the hand of God, they would find their promised freedom. Whatever you may be dealing with, whatever place you've gotten yourself to, there is still a way out. There is still freedom. God is asking us today, will you be courageous? Will you choose valor above it all? Will you choose valor even though it feels like all of hell is breaking loose around you? Even if it may feel like Satan is coming at you like a flood, will you choose to trust him? Because even though at the time Pharaoh looked all powerful, even in the physical and the natural, Pharaoh had the power. He was the master in the natural. He had zero power in the spirit. And so we see Moses is dealing with this Pharaoh, this man who refuses to give up, to re refuses to give the Israelites time to even worship, but that he was going to make their lives miserable. And if we look at this, Pharaoh represents Satan. If we, if we look at this story and we apply it to our lives, we have many of us can say we have Pharaohs in our lives. Or we have these buttons the devil likes to push or the things in our lives that we feel like we cannot overcome the enemy in our life. Satan will throw opposition at you all day long. We need to be able to realize what it looks like though. If you're being distracted and feeling defeated, then odds are you are being opposed. If your energy is going into something other than what God's purpose for your life, there is an opposition in your life. Satan will do everything in his power to discourage you, to lie to you, to put you in bondage, to take away your freedom, to make you doubt your salvation and destroy you. But praise be to God, it doesn't surprise him. God is not surprised by the things that we're trying to overcome. It does not worry God when you are in a situation where you need him. It does not phase him because God, your circumstances, your circumstances don't surprise God. And he is not worried about what Satan is doing because ultimately, because ultimately he will have the victory in the end. See, Moses knew that. Instead of beating himself down, staying in the pit of defeat, saying, well, we all see this. Pharaoh's not letting us go. We can't leave. We can't do this. We can't do that. And in instead of Moses taking on that victim mentality, instead of choosing these things. Now, Moses was tempted, I'm sure. Moses, I mean, Moses was a murderer. If you looked at his past, I'm sure many times in the past, looking at what happened, Moses would say, that's who I was. Maybe you're listening today and you'd say, you know what? I was someone who would choose a victim mentality. I was someone who would want to be petty and get vengeance. I was that person, but I am no longer choosing that direction for my life. I am no longer going to choose to respond in anger or jealousy or bitterness, but I am going to respond with courage. I am going to respond with valor. I'm going to, I'm going to respond through my faith 
knowing God is more than enough and more than able to take care of my situation. For the opposition Pharaoh gave Moses and the people of God, Pharaoh ended up sleeping with the fishes. God will get the victory. Do not worry about who comes against you or what is coming against you. God is fighting for you, warrior. God is fighting for you, woman of God. Let's move on to the next opposition Moses faced. Moses had opposition from Miriam and Aaron. If you look in Numbers 12, you can see the events unfold. Miriam and Aaron chose to degrade their brother. But let me remind you that Moses, okay, Moses was the leader, right? Moses was anointed by God. God had chosen, handpicked Moses for such a time as this. And his family chooses to attack him, his personal life choices, including the wife he took. Now it does not, let me say this first before we go into the events of this story. It does not matter what your opinion is of another pastor, another leader. It does not matter what your what your opinion is of someone's life choices or personal life. That is between them and God. But we should watch our words, church. Watch the words that you are speaking over a leader or anointed one of God, because no matter what kind of issues you may have with that person, they have still been appointed by God where they are. And we must be careful, be careful what gossip, be careful what opinion you choose to share with people in your congregation, in your friends, in your family. Be careful what you choose to say. Because at the end of the day, it is not us. It is not we that judge, but it is God. And so Miriam and Aaron, for some reason, have an issue with Moses. They want to give their opinion of his life and what he has chosen and his Ethiopian wife. Many, many times in your life, you may have you will have people who will attack you and try to talk about you behind your back simply out of jealousy or anger or bitterness that is unresolved. Sometimes there will be gossip that is about you simply because they have just an opinion about your life. When we let these oppositions get in our way from pursuing God's purpose for our life, we are allowing people to control us. Now, let me say that again. When you allow other people's opinions to halt or to stop you from pursuing God's purpose for your life, whether it is out of concern of what people will think, if it is out of concern of what God has said because other people disagree with it, whatever it may be, when you allow these things, these small petty remarks to stop you pursuing the purpose of God in your life, you are allowing people to control you. What I find shocking is that Moses, if you look in Numbers 12, after Miriam said these terrible things about Moses, okay, God allows Miriam to become sick with leprosy. 
What I find shocking, even the most shocking of these events, is that even though Moses had every right to be angry, we could all see, well, oh my goodness, how dare she say these things about her brother? How dare she share these opinions or gossip with the Israelites about who he is or what God has done for him? But God allowed her to become sick with leprosy. But the most shocking thing is, is that Moses then prayed for Miriam to be healed after God rebuked her and Aaron for saying harsh things about Moses. Moses prayed for the person talking about him. Now, if that's not an example, I don't know what is. Two things we can get out of that is first, let God handle it. Whatever you are dealing with, whatever issues, anger, bitterness, whatever you're going, instead of trying to get vengeance, instead of holding a grudge and becoming a victim for the rest of your life, let God handle it. Let God handle it. And I know it is easier said than done, but sister, listen to me. When God handles it, he will take care of the whole situation with just one word. He can speak life. He can speak whatever he needs to. He can deal with the opposing parties how he needs to, but it is not our place to deal with them. It is not our place. Let God handle it. And second of all, Moses forgave and prayed. Not only should we, with courage, let God handle it, but forgive them and pray for them. And although God was displeased with Miriam, he heard Moses' prayer and healed her after seven days because of Moses. Wow. Because of Moses' prayer and love for his sister, he looked past the pain and anger and the things she had caused and prayed for her healing. And God saw the affectionate, fervent prayer of his righteous, of the anointed leader he had appointed and healed Miriam, even though God was displeased with her, healed her. When we stand in the face of opposition and accusations from people, we can trust that God is going to take care of us and take care of them. All we need to do is stand strong and understand they are human too. You are human too. There is nobody here that is greater than another. There is no one here that is without sin. Don't let a simple thing as someone's jealousy or anger against you make you miss out on the blessings for your life because you would rather stay a victim. You would rather hold a bitter feeling against them and want ill towards them. Choose courage today. Choose valor today. Lastly, I want to talk about the opposition Moses had from Korah, Dathan, and Abram in Numbers 16. And I'm not going to read all of this. I want you to be able to um, look into this. But Korah and Dathan and Abram were Israelites that rebelled against Moses' leadership. So we're looking at a similar type of spirit that Miriam and Aaron had is now within the Israelites, is now within the people. They questioned, not only questioned Moses' anointing, stating Moses had elevated him himself, 
God anoints who he wants to anoint. It is his decision alone. Where did we become the church? Where have we gotten a place where we can pick and choose who God anoints and who God does not anoint? How did we get to a place where we can choose who God uses and who God does not use? Let me ask you a question. Are we God? Am I God? No. Are you God? No. So how do we get to a place where we can pick and choose where, how God is going to use someone? Now, I'm not talking about a leader that has specific sin that is dealing, that needs to be dealt with in their life. No, but even then there is correction that needs to come. But just because you may have heard a bad gossiping rumor about someone, how about you choose to trust that if God anointed them to lead, he anointed them for a purpose and it has nothing to do with your opinion. There are going to be times in our life where people are going to question the calling on your life. Maybe out of jealousy, maybe anger, bitterness, maybe over something you may have failed over, whatever it may be, there are going to be people that question the calling on your life. And you're going to face situations where your anointing will be challenged and your calling. But see, Moses had nothing to worry about because he knew his calling was from God. He knew who had anointed him to begin with and that God was going to protect him and keep him and tell and do what he has promised him. Whether your purpose is being challenged by people or you're dealing with sickness or even sin that you need to deal with, let me encourage you, woman of God, let God deal with what he needs to within you so that you can move forward and let God do a work within you that will lead you to the greatest blessings, the greatest ministry you've ever seen, and let go of trying to compare yourself with other people. Whatever your purpose is, go with God. Let him handle the situation and let it go. We are the ones that either let our circumstances go or we let it change our faith and our belief and our calling. If you read in number 16, these three people go to Moses, they challenge him, tell him pretty much in Lauren's terms, you're a terrible leader. We hate you. We think you've elevated yourself, that God has not called you. So we look at these people and they are, so they go to Moses and you may say, well, Lauren, they're going to the leader. They're going to the man that they have a problem with. But see, the thing is they had already talked to the people. They've already got a plan to get Moses out. They've already got a plan of how they're going to overthrow him and they're going to do what they want in Israel or in this Israelite camp. In 1 John 2.20, John states that Christians have an, an unction from the Lord. The unction is an anointing from the Holy Spirit. And he also states that this anointing is authentic and true. It will teach Christians God's will in a situation. The opposition against the anointing on your life is not opposition against you, but it is the devil against God. Whenever we stand for what is right, when we stand and refuse to be unmoved in what God has called us to do, we're not going to always be liked. God has called you to a higher calling, to a higher place, to walk 
in a way that upholds him and lets your flesh go, lets your bitterness and anger go. You either stay in the victim mentality or you move forward in valor, in courage, warrior of God, knowing that God will handle your situation and move you forward to the calling upon your life. Do not underestimate the power of God. He will take care of you. He will uphold his promises in your life. You need not worry, but trust him. I pray that this message has met you where you are, whether you've been through all these situations or one specifically, no matter who is coming against you, remember who is for you because you and God are always the majority. I pray that you have a blessed week. You have an awesome Holy Spirit filled week where God goes before you and you step into the calling of your life. Let it go. Choose not to be a victim anymore. Choose to let go of the vengeance and let God bring forth the courageous warrior of God within you. God bless you. Have a wonderful week. See you next week. Love you.